Hello, good morning. A reading from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 19, through chapter 11, verse 1. What do I imply then? That food offered to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything? No, I imply that what pagans sacrifice, they offer to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you are disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any question on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it for the sake of the one who informed you and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but his. For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of that for which I give thanks? So, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God. Just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. The word of the Lord. Well, thank you, Nicholas. And Nicholas is one of the many students in our youth ministry here at River Oaks that I have the joy and honor to work with uh, every single week. In case you are new, my name is Brian. I am the youth pastor here at River Oaks, and it's a joy to be able to be with you today. While working with our students is my primary role, I'm excited to be with you as we are continuing in our study on 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and I'm glad that you have chosen to be with us, or if you're watching online. Well, the year was 1995. A young boy named Andy and his, had his collection of favorite toys, and with it, without a doubt, the most popular in young Andy's collection in his room was this lanky Woody a detailed pull-string sheriff doll basking in the glory of his success. But all good things must come to an end when this fearless space ranger, Buzz Lightyear, a modern battery-operated action figure, finds its way into his house as a birthday present. All of a sudden, Woody realizes that nothing lasts forever as Buzz takes on the coveted position as Andy's new favorite toy. Buzz is unaware, though, that he is a toy, and he genuinely believes that he is a space ranger sent to Earth to stop the evil emperor Zerg. Buzz in his flashy space, space suit sparked the annoyed cowboy Woody to extreme jealousy, and an unforeseen complication separates the two rivals from their owner Andy, and so now Woody and Buzz must put their differences aside and work as a team if they are ever to be reunited with their beloved Andy again. And as they're trying to wait, make their way back home, Buzz sees a commercial on television, and it makes everything that Buzz knew about himself come to a screeching halt. Calling Buzz Lightyear. Come in, Buzz Lightyear. 
This is Star Command. Buzz Star Lightyear, Command. Do you read me? Buzz Lightyear responding. Read you loud and clear. Buzz Lightyear. Planet Earth needs your help. On the way. Buzz Lightyear. The world's greatest superhero now. The world's greatest toy. Buzz has it all. Blocking wrist communicator. Calling Buzz Lightyear. Karate chop action. Wow. Pulsating laser light. Space wings! To infinity and beyond! Not a flying toy. Get your Buzz 